B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Nerd Radio starts now. Hey, everybody. It's another week of Nerd Radio. Wherever you get in your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network, as well as online at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck B, and I am joined at home uh, via the internet by yes. Al Beck. Hey, what's going on? And by James, who nearly died on his uh, soda while we were doing the intro. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't the soda that always got me, boys. <laughs> the soda was there to get the throat a little wetter. Yeah, yeah. Out. I think, yeah. Uh, Live from my basement. What's up, everybody? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the soda was the saving grace. The soda was the was the yeah. uh, the medication for the medication. Yeah, the soda ah. got me coughing all during your intro. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we are back uh, for another week of Nerd Radio, and we thank you guys for tuning in and uh, downloading the podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. And um, we really appreciate uh, being able to come to you in these times and and entertain you with stuff that's going on and keep you updated on stuff that's going on in the world of nerds. And speaking of updating stuff that's going on in the world of nerds, I think the perfect place to start this week's show is WrestleMania. Happened this past weekend. Oh, really? (laughs) I mean, I guess that's to be expected. I do kind of want to there is a part of me that wants to see this WrestleMania because obviously I'm out of the wrestling game since I was a kid, but it's so unique. Even if it was WrestleMania, as James just said, I kind of want to see it like isn't the um, network one of the free things right now? You can get uh, the network uh, for for free right now, but they, they're allowing the older WrestleManias. You can watch any of those for free. OK, I don't know. I don't think they're allowing you to watch this one unless you have a subscription, but they've uh, been running it this way since its inception. If you sign up for uh, for the subscription, your first month is free. Yeah, so that's exactly very- what I was going to say. I was going to say, just sign up and you're going to subscribe. Watch what you want to watch. Watch that Stone Cold interview with uh, The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. The WrestleMania and then just cancel. <laughs> All right. It's a good idea. You know, it's modern day stealing. You can be a modern day pirate. I'm going to. But just not without the eye patch and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, James, you uh, you weren't a fan. Nah, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, to be honest, the first night I kept falling asleep. Yeah, I was, like, keep, keep interest. Um, Undertaker, AJ Styles. It seemed like more like a like a movie. It just, I don't know. I mean, for the the situation that they're in, they wanted to give you some sort of a product. I guess they gave you something. To, you know, good job on that. Yeah. For me, I sort of like this podcast. <laughs> exactly. It just wasn't. Uh, I don't know. It, it didn't well, it, uh, it's a- blow me away. The, the matches I thought were fairly entertaining and interesting, but it just—it's not the same without the crowd and mm-hmm. that interaction and uh, the the John Cena the Fiend match. Uh, I just didn't get it because to me it wasn't really a wrestling match. It was just like some weird art house film uh, mocking John Cena's history and things like that. So would you say, because going into it, obviously, you knew what it was going to be. You knew there was going to be no crowd. Would you say that you got pretty much what you expected or were you hoping for better? Like, what would your your reaction be, you know, knowing with what was going on right now? Like, would it have been better if you had just not done it? I got exactly what I expected. About what you expected? Okay. Yeah, I got about what I would have expected to have gotten. It was essentially like a SmackDown or a Raw, but without any 
pre-taped elements. Mm-hmm. I mean, the elements were pre-taped, but you weren't watching replays of past pay-per-views. You know, you're just watching. You just felt like I was watching wrestling two extra nights this week. Sure. And Gronk is dumb. Why is Gronk the host? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. that? Forgot. It was literally like, I Gronk. I host WrestleMania. <laughs> Gronk like wrestler. Gronk 24-7 champ. And that was it. What the hell, Gronk? Why? Like, what? What were you thinking? Now I'm picturing Gronk is uh, Grimlock from Transformers, and it's making me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what does he a... transform into? I was gonna uh, say... the, he was the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Does James... Gronk transform into Rex. <laughs> does James have any uh, information about Transformers that could ruin that for Chuck? I mean, we already took care of Nightcrawler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think about Optimus Prime. You don't know how he got that nickname. <laughs> hey, Optimus Prime was wearing a face mask before it was cool to wear a face mask. Know. So, Good point. That's true. Hey, speaking, I know um, I know we're talking wrestling, but I want to ask Chuck, because I've seen a meme go around. <clears throat> he might have even posted it since we're talking about Optimus Prime. Who gives the better movie speech, inspirational speech, Optimus Prime or Captain America? What's your stance on that, Chuck? Oh, see, the problem with that meme is that they give you the movie version of Optimus Prime, and out of all the versions of Optimus Prime, that's my least favorite. Okay, sure. well, your favorite version of Optimus Prime, who's winning in a inspirational speech off between let him me, and Captain let, let me say, first of all, that I would follow either one of them into hell uh, uh, after after they gave me a speech, but Optimus is my boy, man. Yeah. Without, even even in the movies, when when Optimus gives a speech at the end of the first Transformers movie, and that Lincoln Park song comes up, I get chills. That's funny. Bigger chills than you get when uh, Captain America gets the uh, he picks up Thor's hammer. Ah, chill, chills for Prime, boner for Captain America. Oh, there we go. That's the difference. Yeah. That is accurate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know what, though? First, yeah. <laughs> I'll say, first of all, I'm a puss. I'm not following anyone into hell, no matter what they say to me. But I got to give it to what is that? What's the the guy's name? Peter something or the voice actor for Peter Optimus? Cullen, Peter Cullen. Dude, I, he's got to win on his voice alone. James is considering it. <laughs> oh, no, I was waiting for your reaction. I'm like, I, don't. <laughs> I, I thought we lost the, the uh, connection for a minute. No, there. no, no, I'm sorry. Al, thank you for your input. <laughs> I couldn't have we'll sounded down, down down less sincere if you tried. <laughs> Got Chuck so, James, down I take Optimus it you're, you're more on the Captain America side. Yeah, I think so. But you know what? I don't He's have all that much boner, of man. He's all boner. Yeah. All boner. I'm all Captain Erotica. That's who I'm going for. <laughs> he is America's ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I would follow true. that ass into battle. <laughs> That's, That's a good I'm point. I'm glad you brought this up because it was something I was going to talk about later on in the pants show. Down. Pants down, Captain America's the winner. <laughs> pants down. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, we'll talk more Avengers later on in the show. But going, coming back to WrestleMania, I thought it was kind of fantastic. I thought they did the best they had with what they had to deal with. Uh, there were some things that going forward i hope that they use from this wrestlemania like for instance making it two nights making each night about two and a half hours long i thought was perfect very true true. the two nights was uh, much more manageable and then it was like two decently sized wrestling shows as opposed to one giant uh, american challenge sized uh wrestling show 
Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the the first night was when they had The Undertaker and AJ Styles fighting in the graveyard, and that was like uh, watching a movie fight. And if that's what you want to do with The Undertaker nowadays, I'm all for it because the last couple of years when he's been in the ring wrestling, he's looked very old. Like time is catching up with Mark Calloway. Um, but when you that's can true. Shoot that's it, a good point. When you can shoot it like a movie and you can take breaks in between, you know, scenes and stuff like that, like you can still make The Undertaker look like this badass force of nature. Very true. That's a good uh, that's a good silver lining to look at with it. Yeah. And absolutely him writing the I, I biker taker is my favorite undertaker and that's how you can tell i'm not a true undertaker fan <laughs> well this, funny. this goes back to what we've talked about about comic books on so many uh, occasions chuck that you like the different stuff like i'm a meat and potatoes comic book guy i want my captain america my avengers you want the off-brand characters little side missions i do so it does not shock the- me that you're like oh this wrestlemania was completely different i kind of liked it yeah, it, the the movie fight between Taker and AJ Styles was great, and I it it had what is essentially what they call in movies a fuck yeah moment when the Undertaker wins and he gets on his bike and just as he's getting to ride right away he he pulls into camera frame and he raises his hand and like they shoot a laser light on this building of the Undertaker thing and the Metallica now that we're dead comes back up mm-hmm, yeah. and he's just like hell yeah that was awesome just like the ending to uh, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> they ripped off the breakfast club that's how the end of the undertaker ag styles match oh no by stealing from john hughes oh no and then the next night uh i i remember watching it on saturday and and they ended with the undertaker and aj styles and going like if this was this cool i cannot wait to see bray wyatt and john cena in the firefly Funhouse." and while that was not uh the same it wasn't like a movie fight it was much more psychological warfare and um I was here for it because if we've got characters like the undertaker and Kane Bray Wyatt, these goofy supernatural characters, like they're already supposed to have these powers that don't exist. So just lean into it. Mm. Just make it over the top. Sure. I could see that. Yeah. I see where you're coming from with that too. Like for me, my disappointment in that, like that's fine. If you want to do these weird movies or whatever, that's fine. Do that. But I was promised. I would feel like I was promised a match. Like an yeah. actual like Cena versus the fiend. Mm-hmm. He's coming out in the red light. You know, you can't see Cena. He's doing the, you know, they're doing their signature moves to each other. And then somebody wins or there's some crazy, like, that's what I was like excited to see in any form. And then I, like, I just feel like they gave me like a, a movie montage, you know, would you prefer that they had just not done it at all, James? Or are you glad that you still got WrestleMania with everything that's going on? I wish they would have like postponed it and just be like, Hey, pause we're gonna give you some best of wrestle wrestling stuff for the next couple months um you know yeah. or maybe they pre-record some stuff you know take a couple weeks off pre-record some stuff to get some storylines going but push wrestlemania back to where you can do it like the the, the right way i felt sure. i feel yeah and that's that's the thing too is that we're talking about those two matches because those were the only two that were shot in a cinematic format everything else was still empty arena wrestling yeah. Was and that weird? Was that weird lot, to watch? It's very strange because on one hand, there are no fans. And on the other hand, they are in their performance center, which is a significantly smaller building than, mm-hmm. you know, any type of arena. You know, you're it's it, you, the production value is still there, but you feel like you are watching one of the smaller wrestling companies that are on the other channels because they're just in a warehouse. 
that they've set up as best, best as they can to make it look like, you know, a wrestling a WWE event. Mm, okay. That was a thing that occurred to me, too, is that some of the wrestlers took advantage of the fact that you can hear them talking while they're in the ring. Yeah. And yeah, I was going to say that. And they played into their characters very well. And it's it's funny to see which ones did it, because the ones typically like the one match was Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, and they did a fantastic job of speaking to each other in character while they were beating each other up. Both of those guys had extensive uh, time on the independence where you were typically wrestling in front of a handful of people and you had to do that. Whereas some people that have only come up in the WWE system, when you put them in that particular format, they have no idea how to verbalize their character. They only know how to emote it physically. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It was really crazy hearing uh, Asuka trash talk or whatever she was doing. Sure. She's, she's Japanese. She's a female Japanese wrestler, Al. And um, so she's just like screaming crazy things like in Japanese uh, at her opponent. And you're like, I have no clue what she's saying, <laughs> but she's angry. Yeah, yeah. she is very yeah. upset. I, you know, I wonder everybody- I wonder how they had to approach it differently, because sometimes uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes they do kind of like give each other cues in the ring. Like, you know, like they try and work stuff out and you can't you kind of remove that dynamic being able to kind of call it as you go you know yeah they do and it's it's interesting to watch not only how this is shot but to watch the wrestlers themselves try and hide any of the cues they've got because i I would say i saw one or two yeah but at the same time it's been a month of watching these shows with no crowd so i've been kind of paying attention to whether or not i could see them calling stuff in the ring and i haven't seen it a lot which is a testament to how slick they are with that stuff I think a lot of that goes into the hands of whoever like is the director of the live show or the recording. Cause I feel like they cut cameras to hide that stuff. Right. Yeah. So like they know, or they recognize something and there's probably a little bit of a delay to where they recognize when something gets called out and they signal the cut to a different camera and they change an angle to where some of that stuff gets hidden. Yeah. True. And that was a neat thing too, is that because a lot of this was pre-taped and pre-recorded, uh, they could, if somebody botched something up, they could totally just do another take. Yep. Hmm. And I do feel uh, Amy had brought this up too while we were watching it. I feel kind of bad for the people who did the empty arena mass- matches that had their big moments. Guys like Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman or uh, um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. People that are either having their first WrestleMania in this fashion or are getting their big win in an arena, you know, a building with, with nobody. nobody. Yeah. yeah no fan admiration. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, for once again, for the times we're living in and for the constrictions they were working under, I think they they did a pretty bang up job. I think there's definitely stuff that years from now we're going to look back on fondly that they did right. Yeah, possibly, you know, but yeah, I mean, I think the, uh, the for me, the show overall was lame, but I do agree that they did the best they could uh, given the current circumstances for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to. uh if you want to check out, they do have the video of uh, Undertaker riding into that Metallica song on our website, WRAF.com. You can uh, you can check that out, and I'm sure we'll share it in our social media as well. I think I may have already if I – yeah, I think so. I don't cool. know, Nerd Radio cool. 101, I, <laughs> by the time this airs, it will be on there. There you go. All right, well, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back now that we've gotten all that WrestleMania talk out of our system. There's some big news in video games coming up. And uh, also some stuff in the uh, movie industry that's getting moved around. We'll talk about that coming up next on Nerd Radio. I'm Tony Maiello, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. 
Truly, you have a dizzying interest. Wait till I get going! Where was I? Welcome back to more Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRAF.com. We're also in Boston. Take it, Al, back. Rock 92.9 Rocks.com. And uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, you can check out uh, clips from when we were uh, in the Checkpoint XP studio, where we will hopefully return to at some point uh, in the next month or two. And uh, that's hopefully. where is that, James? Do you, do you know something we oh, don't, Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I this is the new normal right now. Right. Uh, hopefully, at some point, we will get to go back into the Checkpoint okay. XP studios, and then I can beat Robbie's ass at uh, Super Smash Brothers because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, we got to re- we got to resume the life that is now put on hold. But you can right. find that when we get back in there at uh, Twitch.tv/slash Checkpoint XP. That's right, and you can find a bunch of their shows as well as uh, James is hanging out with the Checkpoint guys for their show as well. Where you can think people find that, James? Uh, you can get all that information at CheckpointXP.com. While we're talking about uh, Checkpoint XP, let's talk about some video games. Yesterday, PlayStation revealed the uh, Sony PlayStation 5 DualSense controller. Have you guys seen this? No. I have. What do you think, James? It looks, it looks uh, it's, like a weapon out of Overwatch. It does. A controller. It looks like a weapon you'd use in battle in Overwatch is what it looks like to me. It looks pretty sweet. It looks futuristic as... Hell. I got to look yeah, this thing looks, up while you guys are talking about it. People online are comparing it to uh, Eve from Wall-E because of the, the white uh, round you know shape of it. Oh, but, yeah, I can uh, see that. It's not, it's not the same shape as the PlayStation controller has typically been throughout its history, but it's not drastically changed either. All your buttons are where they're supposed to be, the dual sticks. You've still got the, uh, the touchpad on the front, but it looks like the light kind of shines through from underneath the touchpad, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. It looks sweet. I say they're supposed to have adaptive triggers for the L2 and R2. I'm not sure what that means. Well, maybe that means you can adjust. So, like, maybe if your finger has to reach a little farther, like you yeah. got short fingers, maybe you can, like, the trigger you can set to go in and out a little bit more before you click it. Right. That's, that's a guess. Cool. I have no idea. And it's supposed to have a built-in microphone array so that you don't have to uh, wear a headset. Oh, good. So now everybody will have a microphone to, to call me uh, old and dumb when they kill me in video games. Yeah, exactly. Great. <laughs> Suck a dog, boomer! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Al, did you find it? I did, yeah. It looks cool. It's 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 a neat-looking piece when, of hardware. You, when you said that it doesn't have the exact, you know, typical shape, I was like, oh, man. Like, that was one of the things uh, PlayStation was always, it was always the same controller. They didn't change much about it. And I liked that. So you had me nervous, but it, it's basically the same. It's still the same uh, concept. Yeah. Uh, my, my, biggest, uh, my biggest question is, how does it bounce? <laughs> uh, are you going to be TV shopping well, again, Chuck? <laughs> I just want to know when you, when you have to, you know, when you have to bounce, when you have to toss it on the ground, how does it bounce? I need to know if it's going to bounce towards my TV or away. Mm, yeah. I'll tell you right now, with them retailing, I think at one ninety nine ninety nine, I don't think you want to test out the bounce. Holy no! Really, it's going to be two hundred bucks. That's what I saw in a headline. I didn't read the article, but that's what the headline says. So here's my question, though: Is that like the controller, or is that an upgrade controller? Like, do you have to have this thing to play a PS five game? Or that's a good question. It? Okay, I am not sure. Uh, what I am sure of is uh, the PlayStation Now service that uh, I know Al, you've used it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sony's streaming platform. Uh, usually adds games every month and then take a couple of games away. This month, they are not taking any games away, but they are adding uh, Spider-Man and Just Cause 4. 
Oh, dude, I can finally check out uh, Spider-Man then, because I still have that. There you go. I, I got that for uh, my nephew was coming over again, and they actually dropped the price from when I got it before. So I went ahead and got it. Nice. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend, as we've talked about on the show, checking out Spider-Man. And, you know, you can just delete Shadow of the Colossus. You don't need that game. You can clear <laughs> off some space. I added it to my library. It was free, but I, di- I didn't I didn't download it. I did, I did download uh, The Division, which scared me. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is not the good time to be playing the division. I didn't know. I didn't know. Somebody right. Rec- and here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not blaming whoever recommended it either because they recommended it months ago and I like got it and I downloaded it and it was sitting there and I just happened to pull up video games over the weekend. I was like, you know what? I I haven't played a game in a while. Let me let me see what I've got here. And it was just like the first thing up there. So I was like, you know what? Let me try that game that was recommended to me, and I and I started it. And for those who don't know, it's ba- like the storyline is that co- society is completely collapsed after a global pandemic kills most of the population, and it's the aftermath. Oh, I'm like, no. <gasps> like this is we're living this, we're living this. I was terrified. And You're you know, what? into a crystal ball. I know. And like, here's the thing, though. Like, dystopia is a is an ongoing theme. We see it in in video games all the time. I get that. It's like, but like, did it have to be a pandemic? Like, what happened to just like you know a nuclear uh, apocalypse? Like the good old days. Like, <laughs> like give me a nuclear <laughs> strike. I want some nuclear. Yeah, the old, the good old nuclear apocalypse. Yes. Where's a good old fashioned nuclear Armageddon? Like, come on. Mutual destruction. <laughs> right. It had to be a pandemic. And then <laughs> I wet myself infection. and sat in. Uh, I didn't end up playing anything. I just sat in the fetal position and wet myself for the rest of the night. Well, Sounds I've like got, got some money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did post about this on social media and a lot of people uh, guessed that it was what the last of us. That was my yeah, guess. I was going to say, I thought that was a similar uh, storyline. Yeah, I, it's not another one I've never played, but I'm not going to right now. That's for sure. Yeah, it's funny how with with any type of entertainment, while we're all kind of stuck working from home or, you know, we can't go out to the theater or yeah. to any place uh, with, with a lot of the entertainment, I'm finding like I want escape now more than ever when it comes right. to my entertainment. Uh, yes, 100 percent with you on that. Yes. Yeah. And that was not the well, one to uh, escape just, with. I'll tell you that. No, it was not. <laughs> uh, to shift shift gears a little bit, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel is looking to help us out as far as escape and entertainment right, is concerned. What do we got? Uh, later on this uh, later on this month, they're going to be doing a couple of marathons. Uh, one, they're going to do a full series marathon of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, cool! Probably the newer version. They're going to play all. F- they're going to play all four seasons, the miniseries, the movies, and everything. It's going to be a nonstop three-day marathon that begins Monday, April 20th. Ah, uh, 420, baby! <laughs> it is the new one. I right? want to check out the show. I didn't realize Battlestar Galactica was such a, a, a stoner show, but I guess I guess they planned that. Well, to me, anything that equates going to higher into outer space, I think, can qualify. Right. I do find a lot of that stuff more enjoyable under the influence anyways. Sure. It's going to be uh, hosted by Trisha Helfer, who was uh, in the show, and that's going to be super cool. And starting uh, April 16th uh, on Thursdays, going uh, for about six weeks, Lucy Lawless is going to host a marathon of all six seasons of Xena, Xena. Warrior Princess. All right. Now that's a show I can see getting high and watching. That yeah. show is fun. Uh, what I'm doing for the rest of this quarantine month. 
every Thursday you can plan on it. All right. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, we're as we record this, it is Wednesday, April the eighth. Uh, yep. So it's we Rex are Manning Day. Yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, we are forty-eight hours away from the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Al, how how pumped are you? I wouldn't say overly pumped, but after I got let down by the division, I did go on the PlayStation store and hit the pre-order. So I am going to get that. And I decided to hold off on my video gaming until that comes out. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was really excited about when I first found out, you know, but I got less Mm -hmm. excited as time went on. I was like, I have played this game a couple of times already. It's the remake. It's going to look different. I know the gameplay is going to be different. I know they're even concerned about some spoilers. Like, yeah, you've played it, but you haven't. I know that's kind of how they've marketed it. But um, I had it pre-ordered for a long time. I mean, they pushed back the release date, whatever. And I had gone in and actually canceled my pre-order for the physical copy. And then after the, the division made me cry, I went ahead and, uh, you know, <laughs> re pre-ordered it. Have so. you tried? Let cloud. You can just nestle your face in clouds, uh, breasts, <laughs> it's, right? That luscious blonde hair. And then the, <laughs> the big machine gun guy can come over and pat yep. your little head. Yeah. Comfort you in this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can try the demo out. We, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I've already paid for the pre-order, so I might as well just wait. During uh, the pre-show, we talked about WrestleMania during the last segment. During the WrestleMania pre-show, they played a commercial for it, and I actually had to find that commercial so I could post it on uh, our website, WRAF.com. The commercial shows a whole bunch of the game. doesn't spoil very much, if anything at all, but it is set to Karen O's version of Bullet with Butterfly Wings. That's cool. The Smashing Pumpkin song. And I was of the opinion, that's why I said in the article, I was of the opinion that I can wait until this goes on sale. I've got plenty of games to play. I, you know, I like Final Fantasy VII. I'm looking forward to checking out this new mm-hmm. version. I thought the demo was great. But when I saw that commercial, I feel like I have to absolutely have to have this game as soon as possible now. Wow. It was such a good combination of music and visual that I'm like, crap, now I need this. <laughs> Uh, we did uh, all that article that you posted up on the website did get shared this week uh, on the Nerd Radio Facebook and Twitter account, Nerd Radio 101. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, I check out this commercial, man. It is absolutely amazing. And speaking of games that have just come out that have demos on the PlayStation Network over the weekend, I tried out the uh, Resident Evil 3 demo. Oh, how was that? The demo is really fun. It's scary. It's, uh, I, I Resident Evil 3 is one on the PlayStation I never, never actually played, so I can't speak to what is updated and what's cooler, but um, there are zombies goddamn everywhere, and you cannot kill all of them. Oh, God. I'm out. Oh, okay, so it's terrifying. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and then on top of that, you've got the, the, the nemesis creature that, you know, is this, like, nine-foot beast that's just stalking you through the city that you have to find ways to, like, stop him from chasing you mm. is he still wear that trench coat he's like a yep. like a big like picture of pro wrestler in a trench coat but his face has been ripped off yep yeah no he's so he's even probably even more terrifying than he was on the original playstation oh man it's a cool demo though i i recommend it for how sure. many jump scares did you uh, deal with when you played it uh i'll say two or three two or three and you're like a horror guy i'm gonna, kinda, <laughs> I'm gonna poop my pants if i play this demo <laughs> <laughs> no, there was absolutely a couple times that one of them, what, as I was discovering that the zombies do not die, no matter like you can shoot them in the head and the game randomly determines if a headshot will make the head explode. 
Oh, no. So sometimes it'll take two shots. Sometimes it'll take seven to actually get a head to explode. And then they don't come back. But there were a couple times where I shot a guy in the head enough times that he fell down. And then I turned around and he jumped me. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. I will not be playing that game at all. I'm going to stick with my uh, Final Fantasy and maybe pull up that PlayStation now and check out Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. I've uh, I've I've been in the meantime, I've been playing Animal Crossing on my switch, having a good time. And over the uh, for my birthday yesterday, I decided to pick up the Steven Universe game, which is essentially Final Fantasy with Steven Universe characters. And that's fun. Oh, cool. that sounds like a, a good game for you. And they remade uh, Panzer Dragoon, which is one of my favorite games in the uh, Sega Saturn for the switch. And that so far, that's beautiful. The controls are a little wonky, but it's beautiful. Nice. What is the object of that game? Panzer Dragoon, uh, you are it's it's a what they call a rail shooter. It's um you know think of like Galaga or Galaxian or something like that, but 3D. Okay. And you are you are riding a dragon through like a fantasy setting and uh, and shooting lasers at, at uh, other dragons and other creatures that are trying to attack you. Oh, okay. Hmm. So that is uh, like I said, it was one of my favorite games in the uh, on the original Sega Saturn. They made three sounds of like them. a tie dish to be honest. Yeah. yeah, can I get a, a one panzer? Now I'm hungry. Over, a medium spice, a chicken pad thai, and give me a couple of spring rolls to go. Mm, now I'm really well. Now hungry. I know what I'm getting for takeout for dinner tonight. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they wash their hands. Yeah, right. All right. Well, let's take a short break, and we'll come back. The uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, pushing everything back schedule wise, and we'll talk about uh, the the Avengers and some other stuff and cats. Did we talk about the butthole cut of cats? I don't think we I did. Oh, I don't think we Cause, did. Because we're about to. All right. Oh. Back. Cat buttholes are coming up next. It's still real to me, damn it. Pause that game. It's time for more Nerd Radio. I don't want to see it. Welcome back. It's Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRAF.com in Boston. Rock929rocks.com. And all over your social media and YouTube. At uh, Nerd Radio 101. I thought you were going to catch Bean, me off guard, Elbeck. didn't you? What's that? You thought you were going to catch me off guard there. I saw that. Uh, a little bit. Sneaky. A little bit. Uh, Chuck Bean, Albeck, and James in for another week of Nerd Radio. And uh, a lot of, uh, we know the, out of all the industries that are feeling the uh, the pain right now, the movie industry is doing uh, spectacularly badly. Seems yeah. as we can't all go to movies right now. A yeah. lot of movies getting pushed back or, or outright canceled. I know that. On a local level, I've seen a couple of theaters just outright closing, saying they're not coming back yeah. once this is all over. Didn't we hear that AMC may be closing? Yeah, its the AMC right by my house is closed down for good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the movie industry and like uh, movie theaters in general, they're like, you know, in Mortal Kombat, when you get ready for the fatality, I feel like <laughs> they're right now, they're Kano just... They're waiting, just staggering. You know, just waiting yeah. for Scorpion to rip Finish off his mask him. and toast you, you know? Right. Well, uh, Marvel has been wondering what they were going to do about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, seeing as Black Widow was supposed to come out May the 1st, and they had to postpone that. From the sounds of it this week, they are just moving the entire schedule back. Okay. So um, Black Widow is still the next movie to come out, but it sounds like that's not due out until uh, sometime in the fall. Eternals, which was supposed to come out in the fall, is now going to be in February. Shang-Chi has been moved to next May, and uh, Doctor Strange is going to be... Uh, November of next year, and then the wow. Thor movie, 
was the next one that's moved to February of 2022. So they're adjusting everything that was in the pipeline. They're not just going to just hold off on uh, the Black Widow one. They're adjusting everything, pushing everything back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure this I'm sure they're having problems even, you know, uh, putting these movies together right now or, you know, they, you probably can't even film them. Yeah. yeah True. Sure. But I figure like it's only going to be like backed up for a little bit. You know, eventually the X-Lax is, is going to take hold and they'll get caught back up on all the scenes they needed to film. And then things will get right back on track for production. You would I would think. Yeah. Yeah. You would they get regular again. You know, they got the fiber in the system. <laughs> it's a Marvel Cinematic Universe compared to being constipated right there. Nerd Radio Classic uh, moment for you. There you go. It is a Nerd Radio Classic. Diarrhea. Put that in your mouth smoke it. <laughs> yeah. The thing that makes it interesting to me is that the way they had it set up originally, like this year was kind of a bunch of movies that were experimental, if you will, a bunch of stuff that we weren't familiar with, like The Eternals and Shang-Chi. Yeah. And now because every everything has been moved, it sounds like I think 2021 is going to have like Thor, Doctor Strange. There's a Spider-Man movie they're talking about coming out with next July. Is and then it's, it's either into carnage. Yeah. But it sounds like uh, like either next year or the year after is going to be like four bangers. Mm, love a banger. <laughs> banger in the mouth. <laughs> right. Oh, no. You know what? It's 2020. 2022. Is going to have the Thor sequel, a Black Panther sequel, and Captain Marvel 2. So 22 banger. Yeah. The year of the sequels, 2022 times two. Banging (laughs) it out in 22. Now you guys are just spitballing titles for the podcast. (laughs) Based on me giving Disney free marketing ideas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Based on me trying to use the, uh, the modern slang of banger. Yeah. Look, if anyone on this podcast can use stuff like banger or lit and it doesn't sound old, it's me. All right. Well, <laughs> the old, the eldest of the three. <laughs> While we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, people are revisiting Avengers Endgame because it was l- about this time last year we got to see it. And uh, people are reposting the video of the crowd reactions to the big scenes in Avengers Endgame, which mm. I got to say, watching those crowd reaction videos again, it takes me right back there, yeah, man. Like it? those scenes are still amazing. Yeah. You know, that's kind of on my list of things that I, I want to do during all this. I do kind of want to go back and rewatch the Marvel movies. It's been a while since uh, a lot of them. I've only seen the one time in theaters and I haven't rewatched them. So I kind of want to do that, you know. Yeah, well, now, now's the time to get it done. Yeah. Put that but, uh, while I was to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> While I was watching those and, and remembering like how how cool those moments were, I wanted to like we can all agree that uh, Captain America getting Thor's hammer is absolutely one of those. I used the term uh, early in the episode, one of those fuck yeah moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it, is there any personally that you can remember that you're like you know you, the guy gets the special weapon, you know the guy stands up after getting beat up and is like, all right, come on, let's go, you know, like Rocky or something like that. Is there any that you guys can think of? In the Marvel, in the MCU? No, just in general. Any any movies like movies typically do it better than any other medium. But I, I can remember there's like there's scenes in Preacher uh, in the comic where Jesse is like, all right, let's go, you know, in a fight scene. Yeah. God, not off the top of my head, Chuck. No. <laughs> yeah, I, say, I don't have anything I mean, off the top of my head either. I, I, I love it when Force I love it when Force Gump waves at Lieutenant Dan and just runs right off of the boat. You know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I love it when Marty McFly sees his parents are about to kiss at the 
enchantment under the sea dance. And all of a sudden he comes back to life and starts rocking out to, you know, Johnny be good on the guitar. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. That is a fantastic example of what I'm talking about. (laughs) I feel like I should have warned you way ahead of time that that question was coming. Cause I was like, Oh man, what's my favorite movie? I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, does my favorite movie have a scene like that? <laughs> I don't know what my favorite movie is. Hey, I remember this this movie, Back to the Future. I remember how that ended. Does that make, does that make the criteria? Back to the Future has like a bunch of scenes like that because every the end of every Back to the Future movie is one of those like everything goes wrong until it goes right, and those are fantastic. But sure. you've also got like. In the first one, when uh, he rides the skateboard, when he's getting chased by the guys in the car in the 50s. Oh, dude, when he's on the hoverboard. Yeah. I like the futuristic one the best. No, number two is my favorite, I think. But, uh, yeah. but I digress. I can, I can imagine a movie that may, in fact, uh, become a new favorite specifically for James. And that is the butthole cut of Cats. <laughs> I don't know what the world needs. Cats, if I can't see the buttholes, yeah. I want, I want my human-like cats to look as authentic as possible, and those cats are always showing those buttholes off. It's true, right? It's true. Show me that butthole, James Corden. (laughs) Well, cats came out a couple of, uh, I'd say, about six months ago, and everybody was kind of horrified with the CGI of this movie. But one of the guys who worked on the movie about a month ago said that uh, his job was to add and then delete digitally buttholes on all the actors and actresses because cats, of course, typically uh, have their tail up in the air showing you the butthole. Yeah. How, how bad does it hurt to be to the be CGI so. guy that, that has to go through the trouble of adding the buttholes and then you have to remove them later? Yeah. Do, do you think they were like, hey, butthole guy, we, uh, we need you to just undo everything you've just done for like the last six months? And he was like, I quit this bitch. Bring in the intern. <laughs> right, right. Or do you think they were like, hey, there's no way. No one, no one can break the news to Stan that all that time he spent with those buttholes, man. It was, it was a waste of butthole time. So <laughs> hire somebody new to come fix it. See, I would feel like if you told me I did a bunch of work and then you told me I had to undo it, I'd be like, well, at least you're paying me to undo it. Yeah, at I mean- least I still... That's a, po- a good point, I guess. But I mean, I think James and I, I think we've all had that thing where like you do a bunch of work and then you have to do it again or undo it and it sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah so no, like, oh, that information would have been so much more valuable four hours ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would be bummed that I have to do it over again, but I think I would go full Tyler Durden and like try and leave a snippet of a butthole somewhere in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's 22 frames of buttholes in this flick. Finding them. <laughs> like a where's Waldo. Yep. Where's butthole? Uh, but yeah, people on the uh, people on Twitter, specifically Seth Rogen and uh, Rian Johnson, the director, have uh, both, uh, amongst other people, said, where's the butthole cut? It's become the new Snyder cut of the Cats movie. And I feel like if I'm going to. I, I know I'm going to see the cats movie eventually. Cause it seems like one of those train wrecks that you have to experience. Sure, yeah. But if I'm going to experience it, I want the full experience. You want, you want the butthole. You want the full butthole. You're going what full butthole. F- That's right. <laughs> oh, chuck that pussy butt. I want to see <laughs> Judy Dench's CGI butthole. Uh, 
I want to see Ian McKellen's CGI butthole. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> it turned into the butthole confessions here. <laughs> <laughs> Whose butthole do you want to see, Al? Come on, tell us. The listeners are dying to know. My, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little flustered and flushed. So many buttholes. It's okay. It's okay. No pressure. I think it's Taylor HR Swift issue. in that movie. James Corden, Jennifer Hudson. Come on, you know there's a butthole in there. Oh, you like can to see all those? There are all their buttholes on the internet already, anyways. Pretty much. <laughs> Idris Elba. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> James, you know, if you uh, see the cat's movie, Idris Elba's butthole. There you go. What's that? James, you know, if you see the cat's movie, you want to see the butthole cut. Don't even lie. Oh, yeah. I want the butthole experience. Absolutely. <laughs> no, if I watch this movie, it's, it's, it's that version or not at all. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now if the butthole think- version comes out, Al, we got to watch it. All right. Well, I'm in. We'll, make, we'll have a nerd yeah, radio we'll screening. It, we'll make it a nerd yeah, radio maybe watch along. Do a watch along. There you go. Yeah. Good idea, Chuck. You went on the yeah. same page. Yeah. That's a like we were talking in the last one, last uh, segment about how Lucy Lawless is going to be hosting on the Sci-Fi Channel, hosting Xena. Matt Smith and uh, Stephen Moffat and um, oh, I can't think of her name. The girl who played uh, um, Amy Pond. Help Karen me out, Gillen. Al. Yeah, Karen Gillan. Uh, they've been doing watch-alongs, I think, on Fridays on Twitter of different episodes of Doctor Who. Two weeks ago, they did the episode Vincent and the Doctor, and then last week, they did the very first episode. Oh, that's cool. Vincent and the yeah, Doctor is a really good episode, too. What's even cooler is that as of last week, and I don't know if they'll do that again this week, um, Amazon has been making the specific episode they're doing a watch-along free to everybody. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Because, so if you're a Doctor Who fan, uh, it's definitely uh, fun stuff to to check out. And I think that's going to do it for this week's Nerd Radio. Hey, we pulled another one together, huh? That's right. Hooray! <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, for downloading us as a podcast. Thank you for following us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. Al, James, thank you guys once again for uh, getting uh, home from doing the morning <laughs> show and getting together online. Uh, there we go. Thank you. Thank you for the fart machine. <laughs> there we go. Dynamite nerd radio right there. Yeah, I was going to say we ended with the fart machine last week. We can't do that twice in a row. Yeah, sure we can. This whole podcast is nothing but. Okay, how about the fart machine? Man? <laughs> All right, that's, that's better. That's different enough. It's that's different, different enough. enough. Yeah. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerd. I have spoken. <laughs> Should have a contest. Have a listener turn that into a beat or something. Make <laughs> right. something out of that garbage. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my video settings, but it's not. Uh, it's not important, I guess. We get it. You're naked. It's fine. Rub it in. <laughs> You're doing the show naked from home. Could even possibly have your uh, your wife there doing stuff to you while you're recording. We get it. Look, they just because they call it a birthday suit doesn't mean I can only wear it on my birthday. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to take a drink and then we'll <clears throat> fire into this last one. Wrap this thing up. Fire right into a chuck. Rawr. Oh, my. <laughs> Taking a bite out of it. Yep. <laughs>